Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living.
Christmas Eve uh, candlelight service. I am excited to be here. Uh, for those of you who are tuning in or, or who are here today and don't know me, well, I think you all know me. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid. I'm the senior minister here. I am so excited to be here today. I don't know about you all, but I've been as excited as a kid during Christmas, you know, even though the weather or whatever, I've still been excited. So I want to begin. We're going to light the candles for Advent. And as we do that, I ask you all to gently um, take a deep breath. And just gently close your eyes so we can open up in prayer. Bring your consciousness down into your heart center. Knowing and feeling and experiencing the presence of God. We've already gone through the four Sundays that represented different aspects of Advent. Starting off with faith and hope. Going into peace. And then love. And then joy. And as we tune into our hearts with those feelings in mind, we acknowledge that there's only one power and one presence that's active in our lives and in the universe, God the good omnipotent. We know that as we tune into that presence within, tuning into faith and hope and a deeper awareness, 
allowing that to quiet our minds down, bringing us into a state of peace, which is our natural state of consciousness. Moving us into a feeling of oneness with God, which is love. And through that experience of God, knowing that wherever we are, whatever we're doing, whatever is going on in our life, because God is present, all is well. And that brings us into a feeling of joy. And let's just feel that deeply in our heart, a feeling of joy. Advent represents the arrival of the birth of Christ. And this evening we prepare ourselves for an arrival, the arrival for a deeper understanding of that Christ. So just let yourself relax in this moment. Take another deep breath, breathing in the feeling of love. And exhale deeply, exhaling a feeling of love. Breathe in deeply, a feeling of love. Breathe it in deeply. And exhale deeply. Allow yourself to settle in this moment, right now. Release all the hustle and bustle of the day. Allow your shoulders to drop. Surrendering it all to God. Just feel and be the experience of peace just for a little bit. concerned about anything let it go to the side just for this moment knowing that God is taking care of it and perfecting it and continue to just take deep breaths breathe in love and exhale love out into the world Your baby boy has come to make you 
knew Oh, the child that you delivered Will soon deliver you Mary, did you know Mary, did you know That your baby boy Will give sight to the blind man Mary, did you know your baby boy will calm a storm with his hand. Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels try? When you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. Mary, did you know? gonna make me cry it's Christmas Eve <laughs> oh my gosh so as I was saying earlier today is uh, Christmas Eve which is the actually the last day of Advent so that's why we wrote we um, lit the white candle which represents the Christ that we're about to give birth to and um, the light is very significant in the when I go into the um, 
Man, I'm a little full. Hold on a second. I'm going to pray before I read the scripture. So God, I thank you for how you've been working with me all week. How you've prepared me. Even though I don't know I'm prepared. I allow my human side to decrease. <coughs> settle the, hum the nervousness inside of me. I let the Christ come forth. And I hear you. And I thank you. Amen. So today, the title of my talk is Mary, Joseph, Jesus, Divine Love, Divine Image, Divine Life. Because Mary, Joseph, and Jesus played significant roles in the Christmas story. So it seemed apropos for me to acknowledge each one of them. But it's interesting because each one of the, the mother, the father, the stepfather rather, and the existence of Christ and, um, that was given birth to on, it symbolizes December 25th, but it's probably sometime in the spring. It represents aspects of our consciousness and our own Christmas story. Does that make sense? Jesus' story was not just for Jesus. It wasn't just Jesus' life that is important for us to know. As we read these stories, as we study these stories in the Bible, you can read them literally but literally they are, literally, they are actually created to be studied spiritually and metaphysically and mystically, if that makes any sense. So spiritually going into the spiritual aspect of it, metaphysically going into the deeper understanding of it, and mystically knowing and seeing you in the story, no matter what. That's why Jesus says that it is he who sent me that is greater. He also said that you should do these things too, and greater things ye shall do. Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven was at hand, meaning that as we experience the kingdom of God, we go into the kingdom of heaven. Mary is a beautiful, powerful expression of this. And as we read of how she found out that she was going to be giving birth to Jesus, the Messiah, we see even in her the aspects that you might pick up in you. So I ask you to close your eyes and just listen to this story from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38, and then we'll go into it. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She, she was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. And he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren. But she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. 
for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you say about me come true. And then the angel left her. Now this is important. I want you to visualize a 14-year-old girl in the temple after she's done what she was supposed to do. She was dedicated to the temple when she was a baby, so she grew up in this temple, which was like a synagogue. She grew up there serving um, the, minister, the priests there, the rabbis there. And all of a sudden, now she knows she's been sitting with God. She's been studying with God. She's been learning and having a deep relationship with God. All of a sudden, this presence appears before her. Just imagine how you would feel as a 14-year-old, a presence appearing before you and telling you you will give birth to a child, and you know how that you're, getting, you're going to give birth, and you also know that you have not yet been completely married to your fiancé, and you also know what will happen if people find out. And yet, at the end of this, she says, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you say, have said about me, come true. There's a couple things that I want to share about this, dealing with the divine love of God, and also what Mary represents. Mary represents, in the, in the Christmas story, our soul. But more than our soul, Mary represents the love in our soul, the love of God in our soul. And the soul represents your thinking mind and your feeling mind your mind, your intellect, and your heart, how you feel. And the two together, married in God, in the consciousness of God, represent the divine love of God. Does that make sense? But this is another part that I, as I've been studying, has been coming to me deeply. And that is that Mary also, my hair is bothering me, um, as the soul of God, the womb of God, we all have that as well. The soul represents the spiritual womb of God in which all of creation starts. So it's the divine mind of God in the spiritual realm, but within you and me, the soul, which is, like I said, the thinking mind, the, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, is where we, cre we uh, receive the creation, receive the ideas of God, the divine ideas of God, and we co-create with God. We know that's our, second, our third unity principle, right? That we co-create with God through thoughts held in mind. In order for us to be in favor with God, as Mary was, we must seriously marry our mind with our heart in the consciousness of God. We must seriously move into a consciousness of divine love no matter what. And it is deeper than how you interact with other people. It is deeper than how you interact with your family. It is deeper than trying to stay uh, kind to other people. It is deeper than only thinking kind thoughts and being a kind expression. It is so deep that it ignites the truth within you, the light within you, the essence of God within you so powerfully that the moment you get there, a concept of what you're supposed to be is ignited and conce conceived inside of you. Does that make sense to everybody? For this Advent period, and even tonight especially, I want you to look at what you've been mastering throughout these last four weeks. What is it that's been coming to you that wants to give birth in your life? 
And it is powerful for us to do that because tomorrow when we give birth to it, it will be the beginning of what we're going to walk into when we do our white stone ceremony. Does that make sense? Like seriously, think about it. What is the next level of Christ that you are here to move into? And if you're not sure what it is, feel what it is. Let it come to you in a deep feeling. Let your womb, your soul, be so ignited with the presence of God, so aware of the presence of God, so open to receive the divine idea of God that you will say, as Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. The truth is we are here to be the Lord's servant. God created us to experience the human experience. God cannot experience the human experience in the spiritual realm because it's just spirit. In order to experience the, the human experience, God came as human beings, which are us, you and me. But to truly experience it the way Jesus did, we must move deeply with our minds, down into our hearts, experience the presence of God, let that thought ignite inside of you. Let me ask you guys, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to put myself on the spot too. What's been coming to me that I'm igniting more and more is courage. It may seem that I've been courage, courageous already, but I've been um, stepping into a deeper level of courage to just let go of all doubt completely. And so that is what I am marrying my mind into my heart with in the presence of God. Can you imagine the idea of knowing that your, daughter, your son will be the Messiah and then finding out later that it means that your son will be crucified, beat, put on trial? Just imagine that. But this is the thing. In order for me to move into a deep womb, which is my soul, of the presence of courage, I need to release inside of myself the areas where I'm afraid. I need to go deep down and let go of trying to hold on to being perfect. And that's the biggest part. Is letting go of looking so perfect in front of you all. In front of the world. And it scares me sometimes because I'm on YouTube, which means you can't. It's there. You know? <laughs> it's done, it's there. Can't undo it. But I have to keep going into what God told me in my soul, that in my, your process lies my perfection. So I'm moving into courage, moving into courage, more courage to be fully self-expressed. That is mine. I'm going to ask you all, what do you feel? And then we'll, go, we'll fit, close it out. What do you feel that you are moving into and giving birth to in a higher vibration for you? What comes to mind? Anybody? Self-care. Self That's a big one. I might add that to mine, too. <laughs> Courage to be self-caring. Self Anyone else? Patience. Patience. That's a big one, Dennis. Anyone else? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. That's a huge one. So as we... And I want to say, those of you who shared, that was that when it came to you, because I'm sure the rest of us are letting it come to us. It was courageous to even be able to sh share it out loud. Thank you for that. Um, and the rest of us, 
who are feeling into it, let it just let it just find its way to you. Prepare your mind and your heart, your soul, to be the perfect womb in the expression of divine love, which means you've got to fully, fully, fully love yourself no matter what by loving God first. I promise you, the more you love God, and, and you all know how to love somebody, right? Am I the only one who knows? Uh, yeah. 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 I didn't even hear anybody behind me say yes. Oh, okay, I'm going to ask that question. You all know how to love somebody, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, thank you. So the same things that you would do to love the one, who, the one you're with, <laughs> your husband, your wife, your family, that's how you love God, spending time with God, sharing with God, confessing with God, letting God love you back. All the things that you do, the first greatest commandment, when you do that, your mind is rooted in your soul, your uh, heart, your soul is the perfect womb to be a divine expression of that which you are coming forth in. And so with that being said, we're going to move, I'm going to step down and we're going to have our next song. hiding from the storm found no place at the keeper's door it was for this a child was born to save a world so cold and hollow the sleeping town did not know that lion in a manger low, a savior king who had no home, has come to heal our sorrows. Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart? For God to write his story. Shepherds counting sheep at night, do not fear the glory light. You are precious in his sight. God has come to raise the lowly is there room in your heart is there room in your heart is there room in your heart for god to write his story you can come as you are
great the burden's light, for in his hands he holds tomorrow. Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart for God to write his that divine spark of knowing is ignited inside of you and you are prepared to be the womb for God's idea and expression of who you become, who are you meant to become rather. Then we move, now we move into the story of Joseph and Joseph represents our divine wisdom. When you look at it in the, um, in the metaphysical, Mary is, your, is the divine love or the motherhood, and Joseph represents divine wisdom. But I want to go deeper than just that divine wisdom that we, because I was looking at it last year, and I mentioned, I talked about divine wisdom. But there's something deeper that's connected to where when you get the spark, an idea of what it is you're meant to move into next, what happens is you move into imagining it to be so. So, and, and then there's something deeper to connect to that too. So just imagine you are Joseph. <clears throat> You've gotten engaged to this 14-year-old lady, uh, young lady, and she comes home from her going and staying with her, her cousin, and she's three months pregnant. And she tells you <laughs> that it's God's baby. And part of you may believe it, but the other part of you doesn't. In um, Matthew... Wait, let me go to the right one. Oh, yeah. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 24 or 23. We, we look at how he struggles with this. So close your eyes and listen to this story. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to make Mary your as your wife. Take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will get, have a son, and you are to name him Jesus. 
for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message, message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Now afterwards, the last part is important too. When Jesus woke up, I mean, uh, Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took, his, took Mary as his wife. But he did not have relations with her until after her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. Now, this is a powerful part of this because once you get the idea of what it is you're meant to go into next, the beautiful part of how God works is God gives you, um, God gives you imagery for you to imagine how it can come about. So here, Joseph, like it read, read here, he was nervous about marrying her because one of the things that um, back in the Jewish traditions, if you, if you had committed adultery and he was considered married to her, even though they hadn't had the ceremony yet, if you, if you were a woman or a man that commit, committed adultery, you were supposed to be stoned. So he was trying to make this secret and um, divorce her because they were considered married. Divorce her quietly. Now, this is the interesting thing. He, was, he wanted to break the engagement. And through as he was pondering this in his imagination, the truth came to him. In order for us to go into a deeper understanding of the awareness of what you're meant to do, when you get in your womb of consciousness, the soul within you, what it's meant to do, you have to go inside and image it first. So Joseph represents wisdom, but wisdom that is guided by the imagery of God. Does that make sense? An angel came to him because he had already been in a state of contemplating what he was going to do. And the angel said, don't break your engagement to Mary. Spiritually, what he said was, don't break your engagement to the commitment that you've made to God. Break your, dis disengage from the doubt that you have that's blocking you from being the expression of God from blocking you from protecting and moving into an awareness of understanding and deeply being the presence of what it is that is being birthed inside you. Does that make sense? Now, this is something that's powerful. A full pregnancy is 40 weeks. 40 represents spiritual pre uh, preparation. Joseph was meant to be that example, that protection, and use his wisdom and his understanding through imagination to protect that baby for 40 weeks. We are meant to do the same, to step into the wisdom of ourselves, to move out of the imaginings that makes us worry, disengage from that, and re-engage into the power of the consciousness of that idea that you've been given to uh, give birth to. When I was, um, I first started Unity Ministerial School, Unity Urban Ministerial School in 2007, and I went until 2009. And I ha kept having issues with my husband blocking my way at the time. Not Howard, I was married to somebody else back then. <laughs> Luckily, God gave me somebody to support me. So now I got my Howard who supports me. But at that time, I thought that was a block, meaning that I wasn't meant to be in ministerial school. So I started to, I just started to disengage from that commitment that God gave me. I knew in my heart that I was meant to be a minister. I started to disengage from that because I didn't feel worthy because everything else kept coming in on me. Joseph was thinking about all the thoughts that everybody would say. He was nervous that Mary would get stoned, but, and he was having, and he was also worried about taking care of somebody else's child. Just think about that. All that going on in his mind, imagination. So what I, what I challenge us to do is release anything that is blocking you 
from being a full expression of what you are here to do. Like for real, for real. Disengage from that and re-engage to your commitment. And then marry it completely and go for protecting it until it's time to give birth to it. We are in the still the time. This is Christmas Eve. This is the evening before Jesus was given birth to. So in this time, allow your mind to fully engage and fully imagine what it is that it'll look like when you step into your purpose on a higher expression. Does that make sense? So I'm imagining how it will be if I step into the courage to really, really be fully self-expressed. Can you imagine that I've been holding back? <laughs> I already tell y'all my business. But seriously, can you imagine how it will look if you guys truly stepped into your life? Now, Jesus' name meant God will save us, but it also, that's Emmanuel, God, um, uh, Jesus, God will save us, but Emmanuel, which is the Greek version of that, means God is with us. So I promise you, as you step into a deeper level of what you're meant to be, as we hold it in the womb of our souls, which is an alignment of our mind and our heart, God is right there with you. Just like God is inside when you're, when you're holding a baby, God is right inside of you. You don't have control over it, but God does. Let God take control over what you're carrying. Amen? Amen. We'll do the next song.
now the idea has been sparked inside of us. We're walking fully with it in our womb, our soul and consciousness. And it comes to the realization of Jesus, which is Jesus represents divine life. Not just the, in this stage where, he, where she's, uh, Mary's still carrying him. He represents the divine life within us. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 17. I mean 1 through 7, rather. Let me read that. At the time, and gently close your eyes again. Let's take this in. At the time the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the entire the Roman Empire, all returned to their own ancestral towns to register to, for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem, Judea, Judea David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to his, her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for him, for them. I'm sitting with this one deeply because those of us who've had children understand deeply the, the idea of faith and hope at the same time because you have the hope of having a beautiful baby child but you also have the faith the the confident faith that you already have that child because you're carrying that life within you right so within us we have the life of the divine idea of what we are meant to step into that life is in you right now it's already been conceived it's already incubating in you jesus represents that life inside of you that's developing and growing within the consciousness of your soul before it is given birth into the world. I want you to gently close your eyes. I want you to put your hand on your, um, right in the, your solar plexus and take a deep breath. And as you do this, I want you to infuse that area with a sense of love, a sense of tenderness, a sense of knowing that you're protect, protecting this divine idea that you're meant to be. Breathe in deeply the feeling of love. Visualize a ball of light right there, the life inside of you that's the divine idea of God, waiting to be ignited more powerfully in this world, but incubating in you right now. What do you feel led to move into next? And if you don't feel it, that's okay. When it's ready, it will come to your mind. But trust that it is there. And I want you to acknowledge with me, affirm with me, I trust in the divine idea of God. Together, I trust in the divine idea of God. I hold the life of God within me. Together, I hold the life of God within me. I am prepared to give birth to it in this world. Together, I am prepared to give birth to it in this world. Right now, we are still holding it. You may have times where you feel it's ready. When it is ready, it will emerge from within you so powerfully that you cannot stop it. Just like you cannot stop the birth of a child. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes? No? 
And let me tell you one more thing that we as women who've had children had to remember. The body knows how to give birth. The body was created for a woman. The body was created to give birth. We may get nervous when we have those contractions. Woo-wee, they hurt. They may make you scared or nervous. When you experience things in your life that seem to be blocking that seed, that idea to come forth, just trust that the body knows how to do it, that the life inside of you that created you knows how to give birth to itself. That's a beautiful thing of what Jesus is, what Jesus represents, is that the life of God came down inside of the presence of a virgin, which means a mind and a soul, a mind and a heart that are pure and come together in a married expression, step into the awareness of imagining it, protect that ideal until it's ready to give birth to, and then create the perfect place. Bethlehem represents a place of peace. Create the perfect place within your own consciousness to give birth to that idea. I ask you all to step into the state of peace. Remove anything from your mind that blocks you from being a high expression Know and trust that God knows what God's doing in your life, inside of you right now. If it's time to do a transition, if it's time to move forward into something new, if it's time to release and disengage from that which no longer serves you, then you can re-engage in that which is more powerfully. Let God give birth to that in your life. Amen? Amen. As far as the church is concerned, we are doing the same thing. There are ideas inside of this church that are waiting to be given birth to that are right now in the pregnancy stage and ready to go forward into a higher expression of that. And we all together can go into the state of the womb, keeping our minds and our hearts in alignment with truth, in alignment with being a high expression of our five uh, divine um, ver uh, visions. Value. Thank you, values. <laughs> the, being, uh, the consciousness of being diverse, welcoming, loving, spirit-filled, uh, and empowering. But that we need to empower inside of ourselves. And then we come together and give birth to it in this world, within yourself first and in this world. So I invite you all tonight to sit with that feeling of life inside of you. Sit with how it's meant to be expressed so that you can prepare yourself for the white stone ceremony next week that we may manifest and be powerful expressions of the Christmas story. Thank you. We're going to have our love offering. What's next, a song or a love offering? A love offering. OK. So um, what we're going to do is I'd like you guys to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. Bring to mind what you feel led to give for this evening, for this service. And then if you, want, if you need to open your eyes, you may do so, so that we can say the, lo the love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And now what we're going to do is we're going to prepare to do our candlelight um, uh, part of our service. And so what, um, Nicholas, can you play a little music? And we'll have the... Um, Prayer chaplains come up. Does anybody need a candle? Or does everybody have candles? Everybody good. So the prayer chaplains, you can light your candles through from the Christ candle, and I'll get mine too. And then they'll come to the end. Can you all stand for me, please? 
And what you'll do is the one on the outside, you will light your candle from the one who's already holding their lit candle. So you guys can go that way. Oh, yeah, you go up this way. That's right. Oh. And someone will come to you. You can just touch their candle with yours. That's the best way to do it. And then once we have all the candles lit, we're going to turn the lights down, and we're going to sing Silent Night, right? We're singing Silent Night. So just touch your candle to the lit candle. It'll make it easier. Yes. Eileen, you're going up to light theirs. She's lighting theirs. I'm going to turn the lights up. I'm just going to turn the lights out real quick. Let me turn the lights out.
gently close your eyes as we close in prayer. Mother, Father, everything God, we thank you for this night. We thank you for what it signifies. It signifies getting prepared to give birth to a higher expression of you in our lives, that we may walk as brighter expressions of light, just like the candles that we are holding right now. We thank you for the peace that you are preparing for us and the peace that we are moving into as we move ourselves into Bethlehem and also for the celebration of the birth that we are about to give, to, give uh, allow to manifest in our lives. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, which represents the life that has been sparked and opened up of the word of God within us, we pray. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. And now we'll have our last song. Um, you guys can blow out your candles.
for coming out. Merry Christmas to everybody. Woo! I hope you enjoy um, the day tomorrow because we're not going to have service tomorrow. So I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful Christmas. Join us downstairs if you have time just for some uh, light refreshments and fellowship and we can ignite each other, continue to ignite each other's light. I love you all so much and I wish you a, a beautiful evening. And those of you who tuned in too, Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.